Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson, and let's just get right into it as we always do. This is Wisdom Wednesday, our Wisdom Wednesday segment, and I want to talk to you very briefly about the wheat and the tares. If you're a Bible student, you're familiar with the story, the wheat and the tares. I want to talk to you today about letting God do the separating, and and uh, the Lord put this on me uh, to share with you all because we're coming up. Uh, to the end of the year. And as we come up to the end of the year, there's usually a lot of conversation about who we're kicking out of the circle and, and we've got to make some changes and get these folks out of your life. And uh, I've been dealing with this for the last couple of years, particularly uh, in, in the area of forgiveness and reconciliation, because I've often shared with people, I shared this in my book, uh, An Act of Grace, where I talked about the fact that sometimes we're trying to move people and God didn't say move them. You know, you might be tired of them. They might be getting on your nerves. It might be frustrating, but God didn't tell you to move them. Now, I, and, and, and in, in the midst of that, let me say this quickly. In the midst of that, there's some people that God intends to hang around. Now, this may seem odd, but they're not always the right people. But God has them around for a season, has them around for a purpose, right? So I'm going to share this with you all today in relation to the parable of the wheat and the tares. And uh, one of my favorite passage, passages of scripture I'm um, actually preached my very first sermon uh, from this text. Are you fit for the harvest? And 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 I, I, that was a, the name of the sermon, by the way. But the wheat and the tares. I, I want to share. This. I'm going to read this from the King James version, but I'm also going to read it from the New Living Translation. I'm going to tell you why uh, when I get done. Um, I, I did the same thing when I preached the sermon. But I want to read the scripture. We don't normally do a lot of scripture on Wisdom Wednesday, but but this is uh, fitting in what we're going to be talking about about how we ought to let God do. The separating. Let me read it uh, from the King James Version first, and then I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation. King James Version says, another parable he put forth. Matthew chapter 13, by the way, I'm sorry. Matthew chapter 13, verses 24. Uh, we're going to go all the way down to verse 30. Matthew chapter 13, verses 24 through 30. Let me get that out of the way. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which soweth, sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and he brought forth the fruit, then appeared all, then appeared the tares also. Verse 27 says, So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didst not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath it tares? He said unto them, An enemy hath done this. The servant said unto him, Wilt thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay, lest while ye gather up the tares, ye root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And in the, and in the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares, and bind them in bundles, and burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. Now, I'm going to read it again from the New Living Translation, as we often do, because I want to make sure that we get it clear. Verse 24 says, here's another story Jesus told. The kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who planted good seed in his field. But that night, as the workers slept, his enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat, then slipped away. When the crop began to grow and produce grain, the weeds also grew. The farmer's workers went to him and said, sir... The field where you planted the good seed is full of weeds. Where did they come from? 
An enemy has done this, the farmer exclaimed. Should we pull out the weeds, they asked. No, he replied, you'll uproot the weed if you do. Let both grow together until the harvest. Then I will tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds, tie them into bundles and burn them and put the wheat in the barn. Now, let me share with you all very quickly before we get to uh, what we want to share with you on Wisdom Wednesday and then we're going to get out the way. I want to share with you um, now again, I wrote I read the New Living Translation because, again, I like to make it plain. I like I like for us to be able to understand uh, what the message is. Right. But let me tell you why I read the King James Version. The same reason uh, when I preached my first sermon and I talked about the fact that when I did my research on the word tares, because the King James Version says the wheat and the tares. When I did my research on the word tares, come to find out a tear is a poisonous weed. It's a poisonous weed, which means it's, it's going to do harm. Po- there, there's no good poison, by the way. <laughs> Amen. So if, if there's any poison, it's not good poison. And I like the use of the word tares because when you look at the New Living Translation, it says the the the, the wheat and the weeds. And weeds don't seem to carry the same connotation as tares does. Weeds seem more like a nuisance. Tear being a poisonous weed means it's there to do damage, right? It's there to kill something. While some weeds can just be a nuisance, some tares are there to destroy your harvest. So now I wanted to make sure we got that distinction. Now, now let me give you all the message that I wanted to give you all on today as it relates to weeds and the, the tares, the weeds and the weeds, and how we ought to let God do the separating. When you see in the text, uh, there it says, uh, when the harvester comes, he'll separate them because he knows which from which and he'll burn up the tares. He'll burn up the weeds, but he'll take the weed into the barn. This is very important because initially when you see that message in there, it says, uh, the workers say, well, do you want us to go ahead? And we, we see the weeds in there. We see the tares in there. Do you want us to go ahead and gather that up? And, and the man that planted the field, he says, no. I don't want you to gather it up because you might gather up the wheat when you're trying to gather up the tares. You may try to throw out what we don't need in the process. You'll probably wind up throwing out what we need. Why is that important? Because you're not experienced enough. You got to see it. You got to see it right there. You're not experienced enough to always know what's good and what's bad. Let me give it a little bit more background. Uh, the wheat and the tares, the, the, sometimes called the wheat and the shaft. They look alike. They have different purposes, but they look alike. And so if you're not experienced enough, you'll wind up pulling up something that you actually need to keep. You'll wind up throwing it in the fire when you should have put it in the barn. So why is all that important? You and I, you and I, as we we approach the new year, as we're going into 2020, and there's going to be a lot of conversation about 2020. There's going to be a lot of us talking about how vision is clear because it's 2020. There's a lot of catchphrases that's going to be around 2020. I'm already seeing them and I'm trying my best not to use any of them. But, But there's a lot of us as we're going to a new year, we're going to be talking about how we need to get rid of, get rid of, get rid of. I'm going to challenge your thinking on that today. We're not always experienced enough to know who to get rid of and who to keep around. There's sometimes that we think that there's some people that we need to kick out of our lives and we kick them out prematurely. And had we let them stay a little bit longer, we might've found out you ain't as bad as I thought you were. Maybe you were saying some things that made me uncomfortable. Maybe you were telling me some truths that I wasn't ready to receive. And I started looking at you like a tear. 
and said, you're trying to poison me. You're toxic. You, that's our word nowadays. You're toxic. And I'm going to kick you out of my life and keep some people around me that make me comfortable. But then as I grow and I learn a little bit more about myself, I come to find out you were actually the one that was trying to help me. And the mother folks that I kept around me that made me comfortable, they were actually killing me, right? We are not always experienced enough to pull people out of our lives. I had to learn this myself, by the way. I'm, I don't want y'all to think that that uh, I know it all. I had to learn not to kick certain people out and just kind of wait and see, because sometimes the people I thought were bad for me were actually good for me. And sometimes the people I thought were good for me were actually bad for me. I had to learn this. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give you the benefit of my knowledge and my wisdom on this Wisdom Wednesday. And, and, and so I had to learn that, again, they all look alike. The weed and the tears. They, you know, some look good and they really ain't no good. Some look bad, but they're actually pretty good. They all look alike. Sometimes they look like your family. Sometimes they look like your friends. Sometimes they look like your loved ones. And we're not always experienced enough to go in and separate. This is why when you look at that parable again, when you look at that text, this is why he says, don't you all do anything because I've got somebody with some experience that's going to come. And they know which is which, and they know how to separate the good from the bad, and they know what to do with the bad, and they know what to do with the good. Now, let me share this before in these last few minutes that I have with you all, and then we're going to get out the way. What's interesting about the tears, what's interesting about this situation that you see in this text, what's interesting about this thing when it happens in your life, when you see all these people that look alike, and some that 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 are good, but they, they look good, but they're not so good. Some that look bad, but they're not so bad, they're actually good. What's interesting, again, as I said, we're not experienced enough. Somebody that's more experienced, that being God, has to come along and say, I'm going to weed people out of your life. I'm going to pull people, weed people rather, out of your life. I'm going to weed them out of your life. I'm going to pull them out of your life as needed. When the time is right, I'm going to come out because I have the experience, I have the know-how to pull people out of your life. But, but I want you to get this. Even as you're waiting on God, you ought to be learning how to work your garden. You ought to be learning how to work your field. You ought to be learning how to work what you've planted, right? Because again, sometimes you planted good seed and then you lay down and went to sleep and your enemy came and planted some bad seed amongst what you did. But what's interesting is that while you're waiting on God to pull people out of your life, you ought to be learning something about harvesting, about, about gathering up your harvest. You ought to be learning something. You ought to be saying, listen, even though I can see that you're poisonous, even though I can see that you're sowing discord, you're still teaching me a lesson about what a tear looks like. Even as you're stabbing me in the back, even as you playing me when I thought we was cool, even as you're doing that, you're showing me that everything that looks like good wheat isn't necessarily good wheat. Sometimes it's a tear. It looks like it's good wheat, but it's actually a tear. So you're learning, you're teaching me about people. Right. And, and so I, I shared this one time on social media. I'm trying to hurry to, to an end here. I shared this on social media one time where I said, you know, sometimes people aren't being disloyal to you. Sometimes they're simply teaching you how people are. We tend to think that people are being disloyal to us and they've never even pledged any loyalty to us. They're just teaching us how people are. Sometimes people look like they're good and they ain't no good. Sometimes people look bad and they're actually pretty good. And so again, in the midst of this, you're learning. 
You're learning how to manage what God has given you. You're learning how to manage your harvest. You're learning how to manage this field where you plant it. And so in the process of people sowing evil things, saying evil things, trying to sabotage you in the process before you uproot too quickly, there may be a lesson for you to learn. God may be saying, no, I'm going to leave this in the field for right now so that you can learn. There's going to come a time where I'm going to get tired of them mistreating you. There's going to come a moment where I'm tired of them talking about you behind your back. I'm tired of them not supporting you or tired of them trying to sabotage your business. There's going to come a point where I'm going with God saying, I'm going to get tired of it and I'll pull them up. But in the meantime, while they're there, if you look at the text, he says, let them grow together. And when the time comes, see, sometimes those people have to be alongside you so that you can understand how the world works. If everything went perfectly, you wouldn't know how to handle it when the devil shows up. So sometimes you need those people so that you can understand how the world works. You need tears amongst your weed every now and then so that you can understand how the world works. And then when the time comes, God will say, okay, that's enough. I'm going to uproot them. But in the meantime, I want you to pay attention to those tears. In the meantime, I want you to learn some valuable lessons. In the meantime, as they're mistreating you, don't you learn how to mistreat people, but remember how they're mistreating you made you feel. And so you can say to yourself, as you're mistreating me, I don't want anybody to ever feel how I felt. And so I'll never do that to anybody else. And so even as this lesson, I'm going to wrap it up here. This weed and this tears, as you get ready to go into a new year, as you get ready to travel on into a new path and a new year, you're trying to do a new you. It's 2020. You got clear vision. Be careful about who you're saying you're going to get rid of because God may be saying, let it all grow together. There's lessons for you to learn. Let it all grow together. Let it all happen together. And in time, we're going to pull it out. In time, I'm going to come. Right. You're not experienced enough to weed people out of your life. But in time, I'm going to come and I'm going to pull some folks out of your life so that you can go on and be all that that, that you can be. Now, now, understand this. Understand this as I close here, as I, as I, as I bring this to a close. Y'all might hear my baby talking in the background. That's all right. Understand this as I bring this to a close. Again, even as God uproots those, there may be some more that come along. But even in the midst of that. I want you to trust God. Now, 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 why might there be more coming along? I'm glad you asked that question, because even as you reach this harvest, there's going to come another time where you got to do some more planting and you got to do some more reaping. And there's going to be more enemies that come to sow some more tares amongst your wheat. And every single time, even when you spot them, you got to say, I'm going to trust what the text says and let them grow together. And eventually somebody more experienced than me going to come and start plucking people out of my life as need be. I haven't, let me say this, I haven't kicked anybody out of my life in years. I had to learn that you let God take them out of your life. And by the way, let me, before, I don't want y'all to get too morbid here. God don't take them all out by killing them. In case y'all get this twisted. You don't have to kill folks to get them out of your life. Y'all ain't got to fall out. It ain't got to be none of that. God will just stop folks from calling you. He'll keep them busy. He'll, he'll take them off and have them doing some other things. They'll stop calling you. God will take the taste of those people out of your mouth. And that's what really what we ought to be asking God to do, because sometimes the people that we want to be kicking out of our lives, the reason they can't go is because we hold on to them. And sometimes you have to say, God, take the taste of those people out of my out of my mouth 
So I don't feel like being bothered with them anymore. But in the midst of this, y'all, these weeds and these tears, and you let God do the separating. Take that with you on this Wednesday. Let God do the separating. You're not wise enough to know when to kick people out of your life because I can tell you from personal experience, there's been some people that I wanted to get out of my life. And when I look back on it, they didn't leave it. And I look back on it now and I say, thank God that you didn't take that person because I needed that person, God. And you knew I needed that person, but I was too stubborn to see it at the time. But I get you now, God. I understand you now. I let them all grow together. And by the way, there have been some people that I've tried to hold on to. And when harvest time come, God came and plucked them out. And I said, really, this one right here, God? And God said, yes, this is a tear, but you couldn't see it. You weren't experienced enough to see it, but that's what I'm here for. I'll pull them out of your life when it's time. Let them all grow together, y'all. And when the harvest time comes, God's going to come and he knows when to pull people out of your life. That's our wisdom Wednesday. Y'all know I could have went on a little bit longer with that, but I'm, I'm trying to wrap it up here. Again, y'all heard my baby. Y'all might've heard my baby crying in the background. That's all right. Um, he going to get on the podcast one day. Listen, listen, let me give you our tag. Uh, very quickly. And also, I wanna, I'm going to share some news with you all coming up concerning the podcast and the radio broadcast, but that's for another time. I'm going to share that um, as it's coming up. But let me give you our tag very quickly. If you'd like to keep up with the ministry, best way to do that is to find us on our ministry's website, www.krjministries.org. Again, that's www.krjministries.org. If you stop by there, you will be blessed. If you'd like to pick up any of our published works, if you'd like to purchase anything from us, we would definitely appreciate that. Publishing website is www.krjpublishing.com. Again, that's www.krjpublishing.com. If you stop by there, we do believe that you will be blessed. As always, we encourage you all to subscribe to the podcast wherever you might be listening. Subscribe, give us a like, give us a rating, share it with your family and friends, and we would definitely appreciate that. That's all the time that we have for our Wisdom Wednesday segment. We hope that you all enjoyed it, and we will see you all on next time. Be blessed.